from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Sports have a funny way of putting things in perspective for you. Last night, there was a heaping of perspective given to everybody in the NFL. I'm Tim Donnelly. Dennis Cox here with us. And the Panthers were one of those teams that got the heaping of perspective given to them. Right? I, I don't care how tortured you think you are as a Panthers fan, how tough you have it, how your team can't do this, you struggle with that. You will never be tortured like the Jets are tortured. Last night was cruel and unusual torture for the Jets. Right, Just yesterday, right, and, and it was a reaction to week one, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. But just yesterday we talked about Bryce Young making the same mistake multiple times. We talked about the struggles of the offense that the the Panthers are facing this year and, and the play calling and the, the roster development and the quarterback and the offensive line and this guy can't get open and that guy stopped his route and this guy uh, didn't do this thing. And then guess what we saw? We saw four plays into his Jets tenure. Aaron Rodgers went down and got hurt. Might be the entirety of his Jets tenure. Time will tell. And we saw Josh Allen go out there and make the same mistake twice. Three times, four times, five times, six times. So so it's, you know what, maybe, maybe it puts it in perspective. Maybe the the Bryce Young debut, you know, he was the third best quarterback of the rookies. Maybe, maybe the perspective is, could have gotten hurt like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Could have had four turnovers like Josh Allen. Could have had... 80 passing yards like Joe Burrow. Could have gotten shut out 40 to nothing like Daniel Jones. Mm. For as bad as the Panthers have it, maybe it wasn't as bad because, you know, the grass is always more dead on the other side. That it doesn't. I guess it works that way, you know. I guess so, yeah. You, 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 yeah. Here's Chris Canty on Aaron Rodgers' post-injury. It feels like the last time we've seen Aaron Rodgers on a football field just because of what it would take to recover from said injury and get back to playing near close to an MVP level. And a big part of when players decide to walk away, especially with players that have the kind of legacy that Aaron Rodgers has, is they want to be remembered at the pinnacle of their sport. They want to be remembered as one of the guys that was at the height of their powers, so to speak. And it's hard for me to envision that Aaron Rodgers would get there on the other side of 40. Done, done. By the way, that's Chris Canty of Unsportsmanlike, the morning show. You can hear right here on 99.9 The Fan. Rodgers done, done. It's it's one thing to, to think you're rebuilding and have some hiccups. That's where the Panthers are, right? You understand there's a journey to, like, contenderdom. Contenderdom? Contendership. You understand there is a, a journey to getting where you want to go if you're the Panthers. So you can afford some hiccups without it ruining your day, your week, your month, and even your year. If you are the Jets, it's a whole other thing combined. Even, even like, the Cam Newton 
uh, run or reign with the Panthers. It's one thing to watch a player like Cam and have that whole rising action, right? You watched the whole ride. You watched him go from top draft pick and build up and get better and highlight play here and uh, signature celebration there, and you build the team around him. And even though you fell, right, the the one game short, you didn't win the Super Bowl, you, you still got to enjoy that long run where it was optimism and it was exciting. It's a completely other to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your roster is great. Right? If you look at the Jets last night, they won the game anyway. Brees Hall looks like as he gets healthier and healthier, he's going to be a great running back. Garrett Wilson made something out of nothing. Looks like he's going to be a great receiver. The defense forced four turnovers. Look like they're going to be a great defense. All you need is the quarterback. And you you ordered one. Like like a DoorDash Uber Eats style. Right? You you just you didn't want to cook. You just want him to show up ready to go. Mm-hmm. And you did it. And not only that, you you know you splurged. You went for the guy that was two of the last three MVPs. Four plays later, you're back to Zach Wilson. They didn't even get to enjoy the ride. There was no ride. Also, speaking of the ride, Josh Allen regressing. Golly. Josh Allen moving in the wrong. The ride is is on a, a, a down. This is a guy, if you go back, do you remember that playoff game against the, the Chiefs? Oh, that was insane. It was the greatest quarterbacked game I've ever seen. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen going going shot for shot. Mm-hmm. The greatest quarterbacked game, when you take into, take into account both quarterbacks, I've ever seen. Josh Allen was a part of that. He's the same guy we watched last night who all he had to do was stay even keeled. All he had to do was recognize, oh, they have Zach Wilson over there. We need to put it in first gear, and we need to coast. We need to be safe. We need to. Be, all we can do is, like, it's a horse race where you're ahead by so much. All you have to do is not fall off the horse. And and instead of just standing there and grabbing onto the saddle with both hands, he decided I'm going to stand up on the horse and do a backflip. I don't know why he did. He wanted <laughs> to try to do that. All you had to do is don't bleep it up. All you had to do was not fall off the horse. That's it. He said, I'm going to try to ride it like a surfboard. I'm going to throw it into double coverage deep downfield twice. One time he's running, right? He's rolling to his left, and I'm going, all right, nothing crazy. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. Take what you got. Take what you got. He takes like four steps across the line of scrimmage, fake pitches to nobody. He pump faked a pitch to nobody five yards downfield. And it's not like he has a history of pitching it to nobody. Go back and look at some of the biggest points in his career. He, if there's something about his eyes get big, they get a little skittish, and he he wants to he wants to Stanford Bandit. He wants to pitch it, despite the fact that it's not like time running out and you need a touchdown. There's no reason for pitchy pitchy woo woo, but he thought that's the move. Here's Josh Allen on his four turnovers. Yeah, trying to force the ball. Um, uh, yeah, same same place, different day. Yesterday, I was mad at Bryce Young for making the same mistake twice. Josh Allen is admitting same bleep, different day, because he's made these same mistakes that many times. He's in year six. Bryce Young, at least we can say, okay, that's game one. Exactly. That's the perspective I'm talking about. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And, And the thing is, like Bryce Young, Josh Allen. 
border. I know they play the same position at the highest level, right? They're both NFL quarterbacks. They borderline don't even look like the same species. When you 5'10", 195 pounds, 6'5", 240, right? They're just they they're they're different physical beings. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how talented you are physically if you can't recognize that Zach Wilson is in a quarterback on the other team. He has not gotten the number one reps, and you should protect the football at all costs and coast into a victory. Instead, he was taking unnecessary chances. So maybe it's not that bad that when Bryce Young was behind to the Falcons, he made the same mistake two times. It's bad but it's not as bad as what we saw last night. Nowhere near close. And at the same time, both of them are probably happy they're not Aaron Rodgers. Right? You can get better. You can play better. You can fix things. Can't sew together an Achilles. Or you can. It just takes a long time to get better. Yeah, it takes a year. (laughs) At least. Ask Dante Jackson. And that's from a young, unbelievable athlete, not necessarily a 39-year-old, could be even longer. Yeah, that's a big question moving forward. What do you do with this team? I know we'll dive into it a little bit later mm-hmm. on about, okay, what should the Panthers maybe do involving this? We, I mean, we're going to what, – what do they do at the quarterback position? I think you have to start with Zach Wilson, but when you're a Super yeah. Bowl contender, you better have somewhere to turn if Zach Wilson turns into a giant pumpkin. Yeah, uh, which and- he might already be. You want to confirm it. You want to con- <laughs> yeah. you want to confirm it. Uh, I I don't. We're gonna talk about it later. With the Andy Dalton is a name that's been brought up as mm-hmm. possible veteran that could be the guy that steps in if Zach Wilson doesn't work out, and you might be able to get a pick or something along those lines. Uh, Michael Carter. Um, hey, I, hate it. I would take Michael Carter and give Andy Dalton and a low pick uh, in 2026 or something like that. But anyway, uh, we'll talk about that. Um, it's interesting. I don't think you can make the call first. I think you have to wait for the Jets to call you. Just be prepared for it. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Uh, let's look at a tried-and-true ACC school for a second here. Okay. Not a new, not an expanded, one of, one of the, the ones we're used to. North Carolina State. And they're looking towards VMI, Virginia Military Institute. Uh, this week is about one thing for state. And, and it doesn't start now. It should have started probably Sunday. But we're going to talk about it early in the week because this is something they should be doing leading up to the game. This week is about one thing, rebuilding confidence in the offense. One, do you know what's crazy? One-sixth of their season is done already. One-sixth, and we are still waiting for the first truly explosive play from their offense, right? The first guy running down the sideline cuts back, and he's going to score. The first, oh, he's got a man beat. Brennan Armstrong lays it out there, and it's a touchdown. We're waiting for the first truly explosive play from NC State. You could call it a slump. 
I, I was telling Dennis this off air earlier today. I've been a part of a college offense that slumped. And here's the thing. Coaches have tricks. Okay. It's not coaching is not just calling plays and recruiting. They also have this little bag of tricks that they can pull out to shake things up, ignite, bring confidence back, whatever you want to call it. Uh, when we were slumping, we were ready for this lucky enough that we were slumping later in the season. So there was a week where we came in for, for film on Sunday, played on Saturday, didn't play well, uh, came in and, and, Coach pulled like six of our offensive players, skill positions. Uh, and he said, hey, I want you guys to watch some some special film. And we're like, all right. Well, we're thinking there's like a, you know, a defensive back that has some awesome tell that coach is going to show us where it's like, you know, every time he tugs on his jersey, it's going to be cover two. So we're like all digging in. And he goes, I've made a five-minute highlight film from this year of each of you. I'm like, really? And he played it, and he goes, all right, this one's Tim's highlight film. Put it up there, and, you know, whoa, yeah, I did make that play. Oh, look at that. That's a – okay, whoa. And then, all right, this is Nigel's, and this is Millie's, and this is – and we went all the way through the whole thing. And and we watched them, and it was – by the end, we were, like, laughing. And, oh, you see what you did to him? Like, mm-hmm. we were excited again. And it, it kind of, I don't know, shook us back into confidence. After that, we played better. Didn't play great, didn't play perfect, didn't play flawless, played better. I wish you could do that for NC State right now. I Because they, they don't look like they're playing confident football offensively. It looks like every play, they're like, I hope this works, rather than I know this is going to work. This is wired. The problem is, it's early in the season. They haven't had a ton of explosives. I don't think you get five minutes of highlights for maybe the offense, let alone each individual player. Right, like, all right, Jordan, Jordan Houston, here's your highlights. Six yard run and you ran out of bounds. Way to go. <laughs> it's not gonna you're not gonna get the, everybody else in the room going, Oh, Jordan, you saw what you did to him. So that's not a trick they can use, but you need to find a trick, right? VMI is a team that you should wipe the floor with, right? You should. Then again, no disrespect to them. It's just a, a levels thing. It's a resources thing. It's a it's a talent. It's a recruiting thing. I kind of want to go full Little League on NC State. Do it. They have to go back to having fun. This is an opportunity for them to have some fun. And I and and I'm not gonna go all the way and say they need like orange slices and Capri Sun after the game, but that they need to have fun. NC State has appeared to have fun twice, right? I've watched every snap they've had. I watched their entire home game in, in person. They, they've they've twice they've appeared to have fun. One after their first drive. Actually, I'll go in order. After Peyton Wilson sealed the game against UConn with the interception, he ran to the sideline. He was doing this like gallop thing, and then they looked to the sideline at UConn. The defense did, and they said bye bye, and they were waving, and and they even added some. Uh, using a little bit of a uh, lip reading. There were some uh, bad words, but there was bye, bye, and it looked like they were having a good time talking trash, winning a football game. Then the after the first series for, uh, for Notre Dame's offense, when it was run stuff, run stuff, Davin Van lit them up on a screen. They came to the sideline, and it was it – was, celebrations it was pounding their chest it was hitting each other on the helmet it looked like they're having a good time other than that their season has looked like a manual labor it's looked uh l- laborious 
right? It's looked like they've been taking steps in quicksand with ankle weights. So the coaching staff needs to look at their offense specifically because a lot of times, the I mean, outside of turnovers and things, and you like, yeah, plan, call the turnover play when you're on defense. Do it. It, it doesn't exist. You want turnovers to make things excited. But on the offensive side, I said coaches have tricks. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one. I want you to find the team favorite, the most likable, the most popular, okay? Backup guard. All right. Somebody who is a round mound of fun and laughter, right? That everybody likes. And there, by the way, you may say, like, what if there isn't one? There is one on every football team. There is a backup guard that is everybody's everybody's guy. I want you to design three separate plays where he's playing fullback. That's what I want you to do. Like, because trick plays get, get, are notoriously good at boosting potential energy. However, they could also backfire, right? Everybody gets really excited about the halfback pass, and then the halfback throws it straight to the defense, and it's it's it works opposite. We almost saw that against Notre Dame, right? What was it? Concepcion chucked it deep, almost intercepted. Luckily, the Notre Dame safety wasn't super coordinated on that play. Uh, but if you just have the offensive guard, whoever your favorite backup offensive guard is, the guy that makes everybody laugh the most during training camp, backup guard, put him at fullback, just seeing him jog onto the field and get down in a three-point stance next to or behind Brennan Armstrong will make everybody on that team smile and laugh. Everybody on that team smile and laugh and and have some fun. And then you can run, I mean, it could be a straight handoff, right? You don't have to give him the ball. Let him be a lead blocker, hand it to, to Allen or, or Houston, whoever. Heck, Brennan Armstrong behind him. Let him be a lead blocker. Everybody's going to watch him go, you know, turn out the edge or whatever it is, and, and it's going to be exciting. But that's what this week is about. It'll be uh, every time you practice it during practice, there will be a rise in energy. Every time you you talk about it in meetings, there will be a rise in energy. Every time you, you call the play in the game, there will be a massive, massive rise in energy. And you need a rise in energy. You need it. After two games, one-sixth of your season, you need a rise in energy. Normally, those rises can come from uh, highlights. You haven't had enough of them. So this is a way to artificially rise the energy. It's a trick. It's a tool. Yeah. Did you ever have like a go-to play in college where, where things were like sputtering? Did you guys ever have a go-to play? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, like, all right. This is we know like this couple plays is going to jumpstart us. Maybe pop. Un- unfortunately, uh, for a quarterback to admit this, uh, we had an All-American running back and two All-Americans on the offensive line. Okay. So basically, when when we needed a bread and butter, it was give it to our All-American running back, have him run to the side of the All-American offensive line, which for a quarterback is like, all right. I wanted to be the one to turn it around this time. They're like, yeah, turn around. That's and a reverse pivot yeah. and hand it to him and carry out your fake. And I was like, all right, fine. But uh, if we were behind, then the, the, there were pass plays we used more often, more likely players. But, yeah, yeah go-tos. 